God body is simple. It means you see God when you look in the mirror and that the body of man is God and that there's no mystery God in the sky. You are God. Yo, once again, it's on. On the anabolic mind. Yeah, everybody comments on the intro. Uh, shout out to Chuck, man. He got me in the building. Chuck D., uh, we got a special guest today, the man. If you're part of the Winject community, uh, this man needs no introduction. <laughs> Entrepreneur, educator, uh, man about town, international baller, <laughs> top 1% <laughs> of uh, international sales, and uh, founder of Winject Studios, uh, Chris Ross. Thanks for being here, man. Big dog. What's happening? It's my honor, man. I appreciate it. Thank you a lot. And yeah, the intro is freaking fire. Um, I know when yeah. the team obviously was putting that together and you provided the intro of this, you know, obviously with uh, Chuck Dempsey. It was the last album for Public Enemy, wasn't it? Yeah, that's the last, last one. Album? Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah and I was like, I was like, who are you? Like, how do you have this? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, that, that was fire, man. But yeah, man, thank you again for having me on it. I really appreciate it. It's been a long time overdue. You came on to my show. Feels like maybe when we were talking about this earlier, and I was like, how have I not been on the show? That's crazy. I've been busy. But yeah, yeah. yeah. It's so funny. It's so funny. But yeah. I had you on my uh um What's the clubhouse thing? Clubhouse. Yeah, we yeah. had you on the clubhouse before. Yeah, yeah, so a pleasure to have you on. Uh, I want to chop it up about a few things. Um, but before we get a, start talking about Winject and everything, I wanted to talk to you about specifically, because this has been a topic about a lot of my friends, the mediocrity culture today, how people mm. uh, want to be average and are more comfortable being average and actually stepping out and being their authentic self. Uh, for fear of repercussion socially. Right. Okay. That Wow. That's powerful. Um, yes. Yeah. Media. A lot of my friends have been talking about it. Now, before we got into anything, I just wanted to shoot that at you and just get it, you know, get a little I social like this. Um, I like this a lot because it, I think it's all success to me is all about exposure. And, you know, for, for people like us, when we went to the military young, right. And we went to the military young, we were exposed to a lot of other cultures, a lot of other people, but I feel that our, the way the world is right now, I think it comes from a lack of understanding on how powerful your decisions and choices are at a very young age, because that dictates mm -hmm. your future. But then also, you learn a lot about people overcoming adversity. We live in a world right now where we're the most an entertained world of our in, in, in every generation. Everyone wants to be entertained, but no one wants to put in a damn work, right? So right. that mediocrity comes from your standards in life. You have to get to the point where you accept where you currently are, but should you accept it? I mean, I, I, my older sister passed away, you know, obviously 26 years ago yesterday, and she was born handicapped. And that was my competitive advantage is that I don't have to do what I do for a living. I get to do it because she couldn't do it. So right. when you learn a lot, just being exposed to that, in your life with if someone of special needs, she couldn't get up and walk around and talk shit and, you know, do all these other things and, and work. And, but if she could, she would want to. Right. So, and I think that's where me, I, I, I always knew, even that goes back when I was a kid, I always pictured myself wealthy. I just didn't know how. <laughs> right. Um, and me being me, there, there's nothing about me mediocre. I just, I, I can't, I, I will die on E bro. Like it's, being in the top 1% and, you know, doing those types of things, that's great. But it comes from also me refusing to give up. 
You know, there's two major catalysts that people obviously draw from each day. Either you get motivated by pain of pleasure or pain of obviously failure. I look at it as what if I can't do this, right? And that word can't is you need to shift your perspective, right? So it's all about, you know, just being exposed to this. But mediocrity in this world right now is a little insane because the sense of entitlement comes out and oozes out of people. And that, that's one of my pet peeves. I don't like the yeah. sense of entitlement, and it really lights me on fire, Mark. Yeah, it, it's it's interesting because uh, I, I see that not only is there mediocrity in the sense that people are not aspiring mm. or pushing themselves, there's also on the other end a resentment against people who are aspiring. Okay, I like that. You know, yeah, yeah. Uh, 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 both ways. You know, uh, so mm -hmm. not only. And uh, maybe that discourages people who are actually in the mix trying to trying to push through because you meet so much opposition, similar to when someone's dieting. Right. You know, um, mm -hmm. and, I, and I experience this all the time and I'm sure other trainers can relate. You get a new client and you put them on a diet and they're getting good gains and everything is going good. Then all of a sudden they'll come in and they'll tell you, hey, man, my husband is buying snacks for me every night. Mm hmm. My friends are buying me food or taking me out to lunch. They were never doing this before I started losing weight. And it's an interesting dynamic that even the person's friends or spouses will actually sabotage the person's help mm -hmm. so they don't have to. It's that, it's that thing on both ends. And then that in turn, the person's like, well, hey, I don't want to lose my friendships or established relationships mm -hmm. I've had for years. This is going to be a barrier they're less apt to make these lifestyle choices and changes. So, you know, what do you got to say to the, like the average person out there, you know, from somebody like you who's been busting their ass all their lives to get where they're at and, you know, and, and, and being a disruptor? <laughs> this know, is a great but, question. This is a great question. And I like where your head's at. I mean, we see eye to eye on so many different levels. And this is a, obviously a testament of that. You have to look at where you're the people who are closest to you and do they deserve a certain type of access to you? Right. I'm, there's one thing that I'm always going to guard, and that's my focus, because where, wherever my focus goes, something's going to move. History is proven. Right. But when I'm looking at, you know, blazing through these and breaking through these invisible glass ceilings, it's difficult because a lot of everyone you want everyone to come with you, but not everybody can come with you. And right. you talked, you mentioned uh, the people that you're training that their families will buy them snacks and make them because they, they don't, they refuse to obviously see them in their new skin. And that's very difficult for a person of influence or a person that's trying to start out. And they see that, that the goalpost is so far away. They can't even see it. Right. right. And they just got to stay focused on what you can control and what you can control is the amount of exposure that you have to where they could potentially sabotage your results and take once, you know, taking five steps forward and then take one step back. And then get next thing you know, that one cheeseburger, that one snack or that one beer or that one whatever turns into 15. And you have to anything you can do moderately is obviously going to be the right, I guess, in the best interest of you short term, long term. But when you're looking at your surroundings, sometimes the people sleeping right next to you, the people that are particularly you're doing all this hard work for are the ones that secretly wanting you to fail. Right. And that's their attachment style. And if they have an attachment style of, you know, holding on to something and control, that's that that can be a detriment to your obviously overall results and your mental sanity, right? And your mental health. And a lot of these people are talking about mental health nowadays, it's like a buzzword and keywords. But right. it's true. People are suffering suffering in silence, and they're not even communicating that what they really want to do in life because they're scared that their friends are not going to want to be around them no more.
like I got to the point now I can give a shit, <laughs> right? Because yeah, yeah, either yeah. you can come and go. I mean, it's, but the, I don't have, I have those barriers and those boundaries now where they're not just to protect me, but they're also to protect the other people to around me. Because I'm telling you, if you come around me and around me long enough, I'm going to end up brainwashing you and you actually believing in yourself. That's, that's a fact. Some people, when they come around people like us, they, you know, the, you get to certain things where I'm not, I'm approachable, but I'm not accessible, if that makes sense. And that's where, <laughs> and a lot of my friends know this. There's, there's certain boundaries. And if you cross that, I will communicate it. And I'm not going to have a conversation. I'll pull them off the side. Listen, don't you, don't you care about me? Like, why would you do, why? I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. Having exactly. a, having a, yes, that's, that's how I, that's how I address it. I'm not saying mm -hmm. that that's the best way, but I pull them off to the side. I'm like, listen, bro, like, I'm trying to do this. I'm trying to better my life. Yeah. I'm trying, I'm to, trying to get the W this. right now. Right. Right. Yeah. You're, and you're, and you're pulling me off of my, you know, obviously my grind. Like, I, don't you care about me? Because if you, you know, and that conversation you can have two to five seconds, <laughs> you know, yeah. and that shuts yeah. it down. But mm -hmm. most people are scared to have difficult conversations. They don't want to lose that person. But, you know, a, a part mm -hmm. of your evolution, sometimes you have to lose the game, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah, well, so, I mean, yeah. You, you see that um, quote in the Quran, right? Where obviously it's a law that talks about holding on to things and you don't mm -hmm. realize what God is going to give you. Yeah. And you yeah. holding on to you thinking something is valuable. Like some people are holding on to the version of themselves 20 years ago and bought into the identity of that version because they feel that that was the best time in their life. Yeah, but you know what the corniest, the, the corniest shit is? No, no new friends. Nah, I ain't got no new friends. I want new so friends how, every day. How you gonna how you gonna move on <laughs> mm -hmm. if you're not meeting new people and exposing them to your ideas and concepts? Mm -hmm. How how you gonna do that? You know, if you don't have any new friends, I don't I don't get it. I don't. You should always be looking to make friends and and, and collaborate right. and ex, and exchange ideas with other people. So you know, it's it's um like I said, but it's that it's that thing, and I think the masses are caught up in that. It doesn't matter how much information. You attain. I think we're into the information, you know, looking at as much stuff, reading as much. Mm -hmm. If you don't have the proper paradigm, if you're still trying to oh, be yeah. mediocre, but you're absorbing all of this information, it's, you're not going to get the result that you want. You first have to start with your paradigm, how, how you how you process information and start thinking from that level. And then the information is useful to you. Mm -hmm. But it's first your mind state. And I think people get caught up in the information. You know, I'm going to take this seminar. I'm going to take this lecture. But you're not in the mind state. You have to know that, you know, the king route is the loneliest route on the table. And you can speak about 100%. that as a CEO and being a leader. Mm -hmm. and, and, and that's a part of it that people don't speak about enough. You know, I don't mm -hmm. think we eat last. I eat last. Yeah. Yeah. It's just the yeah. way it is. I, I'm not building this and I didn't build what I built. I didn't have to build Winjet. And I'm not trying to take it there because what you mentioned was, very, was beautiful. You're talking about no new friends. That lets me know where there are in their mentality and right. how open they are to being receptive to conflict or being receptive to new ideas. And they will probably take it as conflict and lets me know what they've been exposed to in life. I've been around high level thinkers and so have you. And these high level thinkers will make you nervous because on how well that they, they actually can absorb new information and then take action. Right. They don't need all the information. They need explicit knowledge. They need explicit information. They need enough data to be able to move. And they, um, one of my, you, obviously you're connected to, Pitity is my entrepreneur aisle, right? I, mm -hmm, mm -hmm, I'm mm -hmm. not a fan guy, right? I'm not one of those people. I met a lot of celebrities and I don't get weird, right? 
But that's one dude that I looked up to as, a, as an aspiring entrepreneur on how well he was able to broker deals and move and has worked at it. Especially like, at that time period. 100%. And that was Especially a very difficult because, time. Because no one else was doing it. It was, mm -hmm. very it was very tough for black executives to get anything done at that time period. He really broke quite a few barriers. You know, I, I mm -hmm. got to give it to him. That type of level of energy, you can channel that, right? So, but you can't do that with having a pessimistic mindset or having you not being open to other possibilities and other new contacts. All your all friends and all my connections, there's nothing I can't accomplish. Like, right. I, I'm in exposed you got to enough, many, Yeah, you, you have right. enough. It's, it's uh, only two or three phone calls away. Yeah, I mean, I just got to find the right. right person for whatever right. you call that right. is. And, and because, because I live an abundant life, I don't live, I don't have an abundant mindset. I live an abundant life. And what I mean by an abundant lifestyle, there's, they know that any opportunity crosses my desk, I'm not going to hold on to the opportunity. I'm going to say, hey, Mark, something crossed my desk, man. I thought of you because I'm always about giving because the mm -hmm. more that I give and the more that I put people in a position to win, I'm going to win. Yeah. The more you give back. Yeah, <laughs> right. Absolutely. And it's like, and it just tied to tie this back into even the, the comment about the, the spouse or whomever was giving them treats or giving them snacks and, and trying to set them up for failure. Mm -hmm. I had a lot of that shit in my life, a lot of that. And they're just yeah. creating the scenario for you to walk into it, but you need to first be alone in your own thoughts and raise your awareness. You raise your awareness, you raise everything else around you. And that's only going to help you explore other possibilities. If you would have asked me two years ago, Mark, and I would have owned a broadcasting media corporation. I would have looked at you and laughed. Right. Interestingly. Yeah. 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 And, and if someone would have told you that you would be um, uh, by default in the fitness industry to a certain extent. Right. Yeah. Uh, no, uh, we, no clue. Yeah. We're collaborating on a few projects. Yes. And uh, but now you're um, in the fitness industry. Mm -hmm. So I wanted to ask you now as a fitness, a wellness entrepreneur, because now you're in that space. Mm -hmm. You know, Lizzo just dropped her line and it starts from 6X on down. Mm -hmm. So their, their advertising is uh, there's no big size or there's no small size, it's just your size. Mm -hmm. Now. What do you think, how does that play into the mediocrity paradigm and the statistics this. and statistically the obesity rate? Uh, and it's a very touchy subject, so I'm trying mm -hmm. to articulate it. I know, I, can tell. I don't I don't offend anybody. I'm trying to go easy on this, but mm -hmm. you know, if we look at the statistics, like for a female, for example, according to the American Council on Exercise, over 32%. Uh, is obese. Mm -hmm. I think for a, I think for a man is twenty five or twenty six. I could be wrong. So something around there, yeah. I, you do yeah, see a lot of plus size models so, and stuff like that, and um, not to say plus size models, but the you know like the model, like the not real people, the, the mannequins, and wearing right. plus size stuff. So right. I get I get what you're saying. It's a very it is a very touchy subject. So so, so for on, on a marketing level, it's genius because you're going to get more sales because now mm -hmm. you're including more people who didn't have access to the clothes before, but now. Are you now promoting? Is it is it does that become like the fast food industry where you know you're putting out a product that potentially can be unhealthy or can lead to unhealthy behaviors? Or is that you accepting everybody in the state that they're in? Uh, what do you question. think? I, lo I love yeah, this. This yeah, is a great yeah. question. This is I'm I love going with it. Yeah, I know. I, I, I'm just curious to see 
because yeah, now I you're in this. the now you're in the space. So I, I would well, imagine as uh, we're going to have to be looking at that. Yeah, right. uh, soon sooner than later. Okay, I do love the fact that they are trying to feed into the meeting where they are potentially. Right. Here's how I would handle it. I wouldn't have a plus size. I would have them. I wouldn't have that to sell. Mm-hmm. I would sell it as a maybe a subscription. Flambetics or what is it? What is it called? One of these other ones. They yeah. There's so many. Stuff. There's so many. There's, there's so many, money. right? Big Flambetics money into this game. Well, yeah, I think it's called. I think there's a first purchase. You get like forty percent off in a subscription or whatever it is. But anyways, here's how mm-hmm. I would handle it. I would say, listen, if you sign up for this subscription or you sign up for this to work with Mark Jenkins to you know and get his book, jump off and do all this other stuff. I would have a okay. Listen, you can get fitted for where you are now, and have them take them on a journey of losing weight, and then posting that on their socials, mm. posting their journey. You know what I mean? Like you know, you take they take pictures of themselves, but that some people are you know obviously depending on culture and whatnot, they don't want to show themselves like that, right? Especially in the South Asian type of communities. But what I would do is I wouldn't sell that. I would give them that if they bought obviously a subscription for obviously getting f- a future apparel. I played a long game with that, but I do. I don't like the fact that they will sell a lot of clothes that way because who wants to see a plus size person? You know what I mean? Wearing workout gear just because it's comfortable eating a cheeseburger. I mean, you really think that they're going to actually going to do that? I mean, it's kind of like you I know, mean, it's, it, it, it's interesting the week too. because the um, that 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 athleisure space now mm-hmm. everybody, you know, if you go outside. That's what everybody's wearing, sweats and uh, sneakers. It's like a, it's it turns into an athleisure thing now. So, I mean, there has to be a space where everybody can, but it's a size for everybody so they can wear what they mm-hmm. want. But at the same time, I just think people have to be realistic that, you know, according to science, over a certain percentage of body fat starts to become a risk factor, just like with COVID. Yeah. That's why African-Americans have a higher percentage with the COVID is because of their obesity level, because 42% mm-hmm. of African-Americans yeah. are obese in the United States. So there's a correlation mm-hmm. between the obesity rate. So, you know, that doesn't mean that you're a bad person. And that doesn't mean that people shouldn't accept you for your own body type, mm-hmm. you know, because I, I was overweight. So I definitely don't want to uh, put that out. But at the same time, I don't think it's, 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 it's realistic to act like, you know, I can just be this size and everything's all right. And there's no repercussions. Right. That goes back to also the mindset, right? That goes back mm-hmm. to you looking at things in a narrow lens. You know, I mean, if you're open to other possibilities and open to new things, I mean, there's a, I mean, you all, I hear you a lot talk about this, watch, watch your diet. And there were certain things that how I was dieting before I thought I was dieting, but I wasn't, mm-hmm. it wasn't actually feeding to my, you know, obviously my, my, the way that I was, my body type. Right. And what I was trying to accomplish. But if I had access to, you know, plus size clothes, <laughs> you know what I mean? And I was able to buy a bunch of stuff, you're now just going to sit there and fit in that model. Right. And you're, you're not going to really do anything better. That's the way I look at it as a mindset. Like um, I had a friend of mine, not a friend, but that's a good client. This is probably like 10, 15 years ago, bro. Like, holy crap. She mentioned to me the reason why she wanted to make more money and obviously start her other business and scale her business it had nothing to do with her making more money and scaling her business. She recently got divorced out of 30 years. Her husband, re, I guess, re-upped, right, and married a younger a younger girl. She just got mm-hmm. pregnant, left her mm-hmm. for another mm-hmm. woman. She wanted to lose, she wanted to lose X amount of weight. 
and fit into the same dress where he goes. And the last time that she told, he told her that she looked beautiful. So what she did, she called me on the way. This is like two years afterwards. Called me, I was like, who does numbers is this? Calls me on the, calls me <laughs> on the way, driving in a convertible, wearing Prada, um, Prada sunglasses, right? Wearing the dress. She's like, I just left the house. I got to the door, rang the doorbell, picked up my son. He walks to the door and guess who answered the door, Chris? And I was like, I don't know. And the woman, his new wife, pregnant now, right? <laughs> Gets to the door and she was like a fly, right? That mm -hmm. was her fulfillment. See my point? So people wow, don't want to lose funny. weight. That people don't want to lose weight to lose weight. People want to also get something from it, and that's where you need to focus on, right? They want so, the uh, they want the social benefit. Hundred percent, bro. People look at right. you differently when you're fit. People right. communicate communicate with you differently. I know for myself as an entrepreneur, I was I was seventy pounds heavier. The excuse that I had is I tore my ACL in half. That was my excuse. Mm -hmm, well, mm -hmm. I can't work out because I had to work, learn a different way of working out. And shout out to Nazi Katoon, um, Fitness Reborn. She helped me out here in the UK. Obviously, we've done some work with her as well. Um, you keep come, coming over to the UK soon. We're doing some work. But she was able to help me work on a different way of working out, but then also looking at what am I feeding myself? Right. Like, and then also self-love type of thing. But then me walking into board meetings now, I have a lot more confidence. It zoos out of me. Um, mm -hmm. the way that I, the way that I communicate with individuals, because I have a little bit of a different type of swag of walking in and you know me, I don't have an issue with that usually. Um, right, but right. it's, um, walking in and having a couple conversations, but that's where that abundant lifestyle comes from, where I don't need to get something. I'm trying to obviously make moves. Right. And then if I'm, if I'm in a better physical physique or if I'm feeling better mentally, spiritually, you know, and it does definitely obviously goes into the financial side because I make a lot more money that way. Right. So, right. and it really does help. So are you dating someone who doesn't work out? What, what, what kind of space are you in right now? Uh, no, 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 <laughs> no, you're not. Messing I, I, I don't, no, no, I can't do that, man. Because, because that's going to, that will also go back into where my rut, I'm never going to compromise my quality of life ever again. Never, never. I know what I want. I'm a, I'm a man on a mission. I know exactly what I'm going after. I'm not sure the events and the sequences and all this other stuff will come, but I do know if I'm long as I'm staying true to who I am, mm -hmm. I'm going to win. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, that's over right. time. Mm -hmm. And where, um, where'd you get that from? Did you get that from your parents? Where'd you get that from? Um, that's a good question. Um, I would say it can't, it's a mixture between my father. My, it's a mixture of probably everybody that I grew up with. Right. It's, I knew at some point in when I grew up in Charleston, um, South Carolina, they say it's like, what is it? Smiling um, places, beautiful places. It's a very right, beautiful yeah. place, but I come from the other side of the track. Okay. So mm -hmm. the people that I was exposed to, they're just hustlers. My grandfather is Italian. So he was, he always told me, if you want something, take it and then ask for, you know, forgiveness. Right. As long as it's morally and ethically, I think it comes from my family. Like it's probably like, it's just, I'm a hard worker. Like I've, that's one thing that I've learned from my father. I used to work two to three jobs whole life. I've never had an issue with going after something and grinding and putting in the work, but I did suffer for a couple of burnouts in entrepreneurship early on mm -hmm. going, it's like I was working hard. I learned how to work smarter, right. And learn, learning how to structure deals, especially the brokering side. I mean, it's, I was doing this. This is why, you know, high level companies, you know, Fortune 500 companies that would come in and hire me to come broker a deal because I, I was great at what I did. And that's how obviously right. I was able to make the, obviously the money that I made. But I, I learned that the money I was making 
how to structure that through, you know, different entities and trust and a business trust and a family trust. And then I would pay myself different, obviously tax sides of it. There's a lot of different ways that you can position yourself where now me growing my net worth, it's growing itself. Mm-hmm. So that's obviously given me a lot more time to focus more on my health. You know, so as an entrepreneur, we suffer from this. We're always grinding like we're right. 24-7, man, mm-hmm. 24-7 and just working and working and working. But the problem is I wasn't attracting the money into my life. I was chasing it. So when you're chasing right. things, you, you have a hard time catching it. <laughs> okay. So right. now that I have a lot more time to focus on my mental mental game, my spiritual game, you know, obviously in my physical, it, the money side of it and just structuring deals is the easy part. Right. I mean, Winjet wouldn't have started if 2020 didn't happen with the pandemic. And I luckily for myself, and I'm not trying to jinx myself, it's one of the only ones that didn't get COVID. Um, knock on wood. But wow. Wow. I, I didn't get COVID not once. Um, I think that it was a testament, obviously, my nutrition, my diet, um, me, you know, protecting myself. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I was healthy. I went to the doctor recently in a GP or whatnot, they call it a GP here. And Saturday I had a little sinus infection or whatnot. And he's like, you're really healthy. I'm like, are you trying to call me old? And he's like, you're no, you're really healthy. Like you came in like two years ago. It's the last time I seen him. He came in two years ago. You were way overweight and weren't breathing well, like had asthma. My ass- That's just obviously your body letting you know wow, that so you're, good yeah, there's a like massive, some, some good lifestyle changes. Yeah. Yeah. Great. Thank you. It's, and I think also, it's even I, um, I was looking at some old content. Greg was Greg Gatos. Obviously, he's a COO of Winject, and we know. And um, he was going through some old content of mine, man. And this is like two and a half years ago. I was training companies, and I had a long beard. And Greg to, is on it. Greg is on the workout too. Yeah, he is. So yeah. he he was like, dude, I was looking at you. I could hear you. That was you, but it wasn't you. I don't know who that was. <laughs> mm. <laughs> you look so different. But mm. you can even tell with you know a lot of the things that I'm doing, obviously with Winjet. I'm a lot more excited about my own life, you know, right. a, you know, yeah, because, like because you're paying him. yourself first, you're investing in your, in yourself first. So you, you, right. you can expend energy without that guilt or that self-conscious, you know, reserve, you know, because mm-hmm. you paid yourself first. So, you know, that, right. that's a big, important part for entrepreneurs. They don't understand. You have to, you have to, um, make wellness based decisions, even on the entrepreneurial level. Mm-hmm. You know, I recently mm-hmm. had an experience, uh, with a person that, you know, we're getting great, bunch of work done we're getting shit happening but the experience turned out to be negative like every single time you know the person had other stuff going on in their life with anxiety you know and i had just to let them know like listen although we're getting great shit done the experience is too is too negative for me it's not for my i'm in the wellness business Mm -hmm. (laughs) that's why i'm not in corporate america because i don't want to have business dealings with people that i have negative experiences with whether i'm making money or not right Right. It's not, it, tell it, you. Yeah, it, it's yeah, not yeah. it's not worth it to me for my own mental wellness. Mm-hmm. And the person was like, you know, uh, shocked because we're, you know, it, we're killing it. But at the same time, like, listen, you know, if there's too much aggravation, uh, it's, it's, it's more important, my mental wellness. And if you start making wellness based decisions enough. Every mm-hmm. facet of your life. Is wellness for you? Is is giving you some type of wellness? I love benefit. that you're saying this. I love that you're you saying got this. Right circle now. going, you know that that's how you do it. Because if you do mm-hmm. that enough, you only have people in your life who wish you well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you don't have to worry about. You know what I mean? So it, yeah. it's a, it's it's something to think about as an entrepreneur. But I wanted to ask. Yeah, you can comment on that if you want. But I got a question. No, no, yeah, I think that's an important topic. I mean, even with Winjet, that's why I have a hand. I hand select the shows. 
Like mm-hmm. each show, and you can't just come on board Winject and we, we launch your show, right? You submit an application and we'll take a deep dive into it. And if I figure out that, you know, you have an amazing story and then we want to share your story or something like that, and you fit the, you fit the mold of what we're looking for with Winject, that's why it's called Winject. We Winject you. Like the mm-hmm. numbers that mm-hmm. we're producing are astronomical. They're not common, right? Because we're not doing the things the way that everyone else is doing it. So we hand select those. And that also comes with who do I want to work with? And if they're going to if they're going to take me off my game and I have to I feel like I can't pour into them and recycle my energy, then I can't we can't work together. Right. So that's mm-hmm. the, that's a that's good for you, for you being conscious of that, because most people don't understand if those type of decisions were, are going to set the scenario for you to obviously take a step back in your mental game because you're you're burning your energy and in, in things right. that you can't recycle. Right. You're going to lower your vibration for the next meeting. 100 percent. man. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean? So yeah. you got to keep you got to keep the vibe up, man. So sometimes mm-hmm. it's not it's not worth it. You got to think the long game. Sometimes the money's not worth it. You know, mm-hmm. I'm very selective with my clients because right. I have to physically touch them every day. We're exchanging energy. Mm-hmm. You know, so I'm trying I try to make sure my clients have the right type of energy now. I just don't accept any client to train. But moving on, I wanted to get uh, the entrepreneurial wisdom from you while I got you <laughs> on here. What what's cracking with uh, wellness and the metaverse right now? What do you what do you see? Oh, I see some massive moves. space uh, with the metaverse. I've been dying to ask you this question. So yeah, there's a there's a massive massive opportunity with that type of space, um, especially when you're looking at your own marketplace and, and getting started. And a lot of people are looking at NFTs, and that was kind of the start of it. And obviously, looking at the metaverse and obviously fitness, you can then end up buying your own freaking gyms and everything there, and you can create generational wealth. The game with the metaverse, and I do love about this type of opportunities, you can do anything you want to do. It's your mm-hmm. own. Remember the remember that I was actually, a, it was actually, um, someone else asked me this question, similar. Remember the, the video game back in the day? My sister used to play it. What, um, not Tron? No, Sims. Like you build your life. Oh, yeah, yeah, like yeah, a yeah, fake yeah. life. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what metaverse is to me. It's like a fake life. But it's, I know it's, it's not real, but you know what I mean? But there's a lot of opportunity there to make some, you know, obviously create a lot of opportunities for you on a generational wealth side. I know that Snoop was big into it. I know that on his stuff, I did see that. But as in a fitness side, even the clothing, isn't it clothing? They were doing the clothing for Yeah, it. well, Nike, uh, you, can, you can get your, you can get your uh, I don't know what you call them, that your avatar, right? Yeah, you I guess, your, avatar, you, you yeah. Can get your, you can get your avatar Nike uh, fresh. You can buy the shit and get them all out. That's crazy. Now. So, yeah, you know, you know what remind me of it reminds me of I did see yeah. where they can do the kicks, right? You can you can change out your shoes on it. I yeah. thought it was pretty cool. It reminded me of like those video games back in the day, the basketball ones. And you can mm-hmm. you would have to purchase the oh yeah, yeah. If you wanted the Jordans or something to unlock them or something like that. that that's yeah, they had something you had to put on and change the color. Yeah, I remember something yeah. snap in. I mean, I wasn't a big video game guy back in the day, but I do remember when I was in the military, they would always set up the PlayStation in the Boston locker and whatnot, mm-hmm. and they would be playing. Mm-hmm. And I was like, how do you, I was like, why do I want these, I want the Jordans, but you had to unlock them, but you had to pay for them. <laughs> right, to get the Jordans. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I don't yeah, want it's play. crazy. I don't, I don't want them that bad. I'm good. Yeah. I'm cool on the Jordans. <laughs> right. That's so funny. that's kind of what I see also with the fitness, with the metaverse and stuff like that. It's just a way for you to make stupid amount of money for nothing to really do, right? I mean, right, right. it's a lot of opportunity. Interesting. Yeah, I spoke to a lot of my other clients. I'm like, hey, what do you think about it? They're like, oh, we already got property. We're opening up stores. Mm-hmm. So I just want to see on the wellness space, 
uh, where you think that's going? Uh, you think like major brands like Whole Foods is going to have you going to be able to go shopping for see. food? I would see. With I would your, see with your that. avatar and then get the stuff delivered to you. Perhaps you see people using it like that. That's where crazy. You actually, go into the, you know, or you go into the metaverse gym and you get the workouts and you actually perform the workouts at home. That would be that would be good. You know? I mean, it'd be interesting because I know that you're obviously an ambassador for Juice Plus, and they and threw their hat in a ring on that, right? That could be interesting. You know, I mean, it could be it could be an angle. I mean, now that I'm yeah. starting to think about obviously the angle of opportunity there, like you're looking at obviously a gym sponsor or a, you know, a nutritionist or having a nutritionist in the gym and you can come in, you know, like gyms or um, fitness trainers, like some of the ones that have been gotten really that started out well, they'll go to a gym and then from that gym, that's how they make their money and obviously getting their clients. Right. So, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and then you can do nutritionists for that. And then, then having that and selling it through the minute first, I mean, see, see where yeah. my mind goes. <laughs> oh, 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 what Snoop did, uh, he, um, I think death row is, uh, NFT yes. is it not? He bought, yeah. he has death row as an NFT. It'd be interesting to open up a wellness company as an NFT and have people invest in it, so they're actually investing in their own wellness mm. for content. And uh, I think that's an interesting way it could go. But we'll right. we'll see I, what happens. It'd be pretty cool because I, I it is it is I know it's fairly new, mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. and people are you know there's a I don't watch the news, you know this, but I'm not going to get into media obviously manipulation obviously kind of call, but. I don't like to watch a lot of the news and I don't like just because of, but the business news I'm very in tune with, right. Of like, who's making moves, who's buying deals. I'm looking at the Elon Musk, obviously getting involved with Twitter, right. There's mm -hmm. yeah. a lot of moves being made right now. You got YouTube going into the, the podcasting space right now. You got a lot of moves that are happening right now. And if you follow the money, you can find answers. And that's something that I've, I've lived and died by for the last like seven or eight years is mm -hmm. looking looking at who's really pulling the strings. You can go on Forbes right now and see the top 10 people that made in Forbes, but those aren't the people that control the world, okay? I want everyone to understand this, newsflash. There's people out there that are pulling the strings and creating the scenarios. And if you follow those types of individuals and those type of moves, you can, all you have to do is just like kind of getting a cheat code for life. Remember, um, what is it, Marty? Uh, Marty from freaking Back to the Future. Remember, it was one of the ones where he bought the um, Al Alamac and was betting all the games. <laughs> you know oh yeah, yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah. That's what I think of. It's like a cheat code, man. It's like you get and a cheat was code that, for uh, the future. What was the other one? The hot tub uh, time machine. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, that, that's, yeah, that's what it was. That, that <laughs> yeah, was actually yeah. a funny movie. That was that funny, was funny. Man. That was a good movie. That was a funny movie. He's like talking about he had like a hair on his like forehead. I'm growing out my bangs. <laughs> oh, man, that's like, yeah, that was a good one but he got rich he came back he was rich because his investments was, right when he went back yeah, in time crazy right? rich. what, what yeah. was that he invested in i can't remember that in that movie it was everything well, he was invested in oh, was he betting on games he bet on the world series or some some something he did i can't mm -hmm. remember yeah bet on the world series um there's a lot he of came stuff back he, in, he came back Google? with a yacht yeah, oh, it was apple with, i think it was apple right apple or google or something like that was, i can't remember his name i was a fun the second one was stupid i tried to see it's the, always i didn't sequel. see the second one always the, the second I one's always on whack the second <laughs> one's always <laughs> whack yep so all right so we got some good information from you we got some great jewels we're going to end on um one more question what do you got to tell um the entrepreneur who wants to be well financially, like, you know, how much money they should be allocating towards their wellness, mm -hmm. right? And financially, uh, what space they can get in so they can invest in the wellness-related business, thus increasing their chances of staying well because they're in the community. I love this. This is a great question. I would say to a young entrepreneur trying to allocating enough 
funds to invest into themselves each month or looking for what, other what percentage of that of their income should that be? I would say, I mean, you're always going to look, I live and die by a 15% rule, right? Of, you know, cause you look at, um, like they have an app here. It's called like Deliveroo and it's like the death of people. <laughs> okay. Mm-hmm. You can get any kind of fast food. It's like Uber eats or whatever it's called. It's like the UK's version. I don't have those types of apps. I don't have access to those things. I don't see the commercials because I know that I need to invest 15% obviously within my budget of what I need to do. And obviously me fueling my body of what I'm trying to accomplish. That's something that we discussed before. There's a lot of money that I pour into myself and that's, I, I actually invest more into myself, you know, on a health side and wellness space more than I ever done in my life. And it's, it's obviously I'm, I can't keep weight on me right now, but I'm, it's, I'm losing weight, but I'm not, I'm, I'm losing body fat. Right. Because right. that lets and me know that I'm doing the right thing. You're retaining your muscle mass. Right. hundred percent. hundred percent. So what I would say to a young entrepreneur, and, and this kind of goes to your exposure. I, you got to find something that brings you so much satisfaction and joy. You feel like you're, you know, you're just having fun. And it just so happens for me, that was a high income skill sales. Right. I love people. I love mm-hmm. helping. I love serving. And I had, a, I guess what they called it back in the day, I had a mouthpiece. Right. So I, but I learned how at a very young age, I learned how to transfer energy and I learned how to have difficult conversations when the difficult conversations were needed to have. And I made a massive impact and I was able to create a lot of generational wealth. I was being able to do a lot of crazy things and being, being exposed to high level thinkers like yourself. And when that happened, the problem was I was buying a bunch of watches and I was buying a bunch of things that I probably shouldn't have been buying because I just call it new money syndrome. Okay. Right. Right. Well, for a young entrepreneur, don't look at that. What you need to be focusing on how your body is your car, your vehicle. So when your body breaks down, you, none of that money is coming with you. Okay. So if you look at your life right now and looking at your body, are you feeding your mind enough? I mean, you're, are you are you entertained and watching a bunch of bull, bull shenanigans on TV? I don't watch things that I can't learn something from. You know what I mean? Yeah, of course, mm-hmm. there's a certain level of entertainment there, but I'm making a reference with even what you watch because what I'm exposed to is what I'm going to also retain and what I'm going to end up creating in my life, right? I'm big on this. So me starting off with the health and you know fitness type of side and me wanting to get more healthy, it came from, started with my mind first. So what are you feeding your mind? What are you exposed to? So a young entrepreneur, listen, you can do a lot of great things with creating wealth. But you can't do none of it without making money. Okay. That's facts. So yeah, that's real. That's, that's, that's real talk. And that's a hard conversation to have with individuals. Listen, you can be government funding all you want, but that's your, that's your standard in life. Mm-hmm. That's where, that's where you want to live. If you can't create a perfect time to do great things, you know, you have to create your environment first in your mind on what you're exposed to, to create that perfect time to take action. And that all comes back to how much you're pouring into yourself and all aspects of your life. Don't just do it in a mental game, in a financial game. That's not going to help. You have to be well-rounded as an entrepreneur or be well-rounded as an individual and treating your body like it's your, it's, it's, that's your vehicle. That's, that's how you're going to make it out of here. Right. Yeah. I mean, yeah. you're going to leave, you're going to leave that vessel. You're going to leave that vessel and that's all you are. And if you look at it that way, you, you serve a purpose in this world. And is that purpose aligned to what you want to do in life? 
But you know, I meet a lot of entrepreneurs, man. They always ask for my help, and I'm gonna get long winded. You can definitely tell this is a top um, touchy mm-hmm. subject with me. But I meet a lot of entrepreneurs, and I'm like Chris, how do you have this much energy? What do you What do you want to accomplish? Like, I want to do what you do, Chris. Like, well, listen, man, it's not about it's, I just know what I do well and I do it extremely well because I dedicated my life to perfecting that craft. Right now I'm living the byproduct. I'm living the end result of that. OK, what you need to do is find out whatever that is for you, like your gifts and the things that God gave you, Allah gave you are deep inside in that subconscious mind. You have to discover what that is. You have to create yourself. If that's what you want to project out into the world, fine. But I will tell you this, if as long as you're focusing on things that you can control and just debunk all the things you cannot control, can you control what you put in your body? Yeah, can you absolutely. Control, can you control how much you work out? Can yeah. you control how much you pray? That's a choice. Your decisions right. and choices are a reflection of your standards. And that's just that simple. Hey, I think you summed that up very well. And on that, we're going to end it. I can't, <laughs> uh, I can't add to that any other anything else. I think you summed it up. But thank you, Chris, coming on, man. Uh, so much information. And uh, I like it uh, what you said because you really approached it from uh, the person who's trying to get in shape, staying in shape, you know, embarking on your own fitness journey and the entrepreneur. So, guys, I hope you enjoyed that and, and, and had your pencil and pad down and took some notes and, 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 uh, and apply this information. Thank you so much for coming on. Hit yeah, it hard. Good. Watch your diets and invest in yourself, fam. Peace and love. Thank you, Chris. Peace. is brought to you by Winject Studios. We are an all-in-one educational platform for podcasters that revolutionizes how hosts leverage content to increase engagement with listeners, downloads, and income. We come together to focus on community, collaboration, and collective impact. For more information on how you can interact directly with our hosts, access exclusive live content with offers you can't get anywhere else from our official partners, join our purpose-driven community by visiting www.winject.com. If you're ready to build a career doing what you love, then we're ready to see you there.